Well, our moms think we're funny. So, you know, Chris Chan once said, no rape, just hamsters. You don't rape a hamster. That really resonated with me. Um, I would say that Richard Gere would disagree. Circle gets the square. Boom! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Chris Chan, as you know, likes to draw his enemies into his comics, like his real-life enemies into his comics, so you can beat them up in the comic. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's a really passive-aggressive way of handling life. So, uh... I can imagine someone doing something like that. There's someone like, oh, you said something bad about me or you said something I don't like, so I'm going to draw you in a comic um, in, you know, as a as a bad person. <laughs> like, like uh, let's say, you know I love Peter David, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's say that Peter David were to criticize me in some way. I wouldn't do something stupid like, oh, I'm going to draw Peter David in a comic book as a uh, <laughs> as a Klansman, you know? I mean, I wouldn't do something like that. Boy, Chris does. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, what you uh, you didn't uh, you said this thing about me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna draw you in a comic book, you know, as like this really horrible person because I mean, and, and because I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that, you know. Maybe Tom McFarlane might do something like that, <laughs> but I wouldn't do that. Yeah, by the, no, by the way, Todd McFarlane did that that exact same <laughs> with thing. Peter David, and he did it to Peter David and one <laughs> other guy. That's beautiful. Yeah. So I mean, oh, it, that's um, old news, and you know, I, I didn't keep up with that. It. Was <laughs> that, that was early early image days, and I'm sure you know he's. Um... <laughs> so, um, well, what Christian did there was there was the guy who did the parody of Sonichu called Asperchu. Uh, because Chris Chris is very adamant that there's a huge difference between autism and Asperger's, and how dare you... Isn't Asperger's just a spectrum of autism? Yes, but don't tell Chris that. He'll get mad at you. Uh, He'll put you in his comic. I was going to say... Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, look, people. I have a, a particular mind that automatically goes to places, and the only thing that stops... The only thing that makes me come across as semi-normal is the fact that that filter, like this, like that 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 blast with a slam shut, is like we can't let this go out, right? It's like I guess like the fire door, but like once the fire doors are closed, right, they have to stay closed, and it, these people might burn up, but all the rest of these people like stay stay alive, they stay safe, um, and so that's the only thing that keeps the the really really horrible person that's inside of me. From getting out, uh, so I was almost about to say something about him, but it would have been disparaging to other people. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Give in to your hate. Let it flow. Yes. No. Release no. your hatred. So uh, it's just oh my goodness. <laughs> um. Oh. So yeah. So uh, Alec Benson Leary created Aspergeu, and uh, is that like a? Isn't that like one of those? Uh, one of those like chewing gum type medicines whatever it's like oh it's like you know aspirachew i take that whenever you know like i feel constipated it's like i I think i think there's some kind of like a like over-the-counter medicine called like aspirachew probably so but he's not trying to be flattering with this so i guess that's fitting by the way uh, why why do they call it over-the-counter because in most of these places i don't actually go to the counter at all and isn't anything (laughs) you get from the pharmacist over the counter doesn't he have to pass it to you over the counter so wouldn't like wouldn't morphine be an over-the-counter drug because you have to get it passed to you from over the counter technically yeah and then when you say something is like i mean obviously you don't say under the counter right right it's uh, like that may seem like 
like like you shouldn't have this, but here I'm gonna just slip you some oxycontin and everything. Is because the way you're shaking, you look like you can use some. <laughs> you must be yeah. in a lot of pain. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so Chris to get his revenge on this guy for making Asper Chew, put him in his comic, and he uh, had him holding a bunch of female characters hostage in his basement in hamster cages. Wow. So the guy calls him out for it, and he locks him out of his website, and he's like, because, you know, Chris is always, like, overly trusting and gives people his website passwords. So they lock him out of his website, and he's like, until you apologize for accusing me of raping all your stupid comic characters, I'm not letting you into your website. So he makes a video, and he's like, I was not trying to make him look like a rapist, I was just having him keep them there in his basement in cages like hamsters. No rape. You don't rape a hamster. So, I've been saying that for weeks now, because that shit is so funny. Wow, that's, um... Wow, that's... <laughs> that's, that, you know, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sometimes you draw somebody in, in a hamster cage holding other people hostage. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> But yeah, so, today, we, uh, we want to do some improv games. Uh, I read about these on a Facebook, uh, Facebook thing. People were just talking about just, you know, th- things you do on the fly. So, like, you know, I get fed a prompt, I have to think on my feet and come up with something, vice versa. So, I, I read you a couple of these game rules before, and uh, it seemed like it'd be a good time. It seemed like it could be something fun. And you've you've kind of done this on your own without me even feeding you prompts a couple of a couple of podcasts now. So figured we'd just uh, we'd try to make a game of it. So I think what's going to be easiest here is I'm just going to pull up a Wikipedia article. We're going to use their random generator, and that will be our prompt feeders, basically, because it could be anything, right? And uh, I'll I'll be I'll be fair here and say that we can probably redo it because if it's something you don't know anything about, then you can't really improv that too easily, right? But, uh, but we're gonna go from there. So this game is called, in the improv circles, Don't Get Me Started. Uh, basically, once you get your prompt, you're gonna go on an angry rant about it. About why it pisses you off. I don't, I don't know if I'm qualified to do that. Dude. Angry rants? Me? What? Dude. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. I'm insulted. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Okay, so let me just uh, open up here to Wikipedia... Not not Wikipedia. Come on, freaking smartphones. You're right. <laughs> Someone didn't name that properly. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh, you're picking now to be slow. Come on. What's the deal with smartphones? What's the deal mm-hmm. with slow smartphones? Okay, I mean, they've got more other gadgets than they do have phones. Most people just text you. Whoever makes a call, <laughs> no one makes a call. If it was so smart, I wouldn't have to make the call. I wouldn't have to use the text. They just go for me. Be like, hey, you know what I want to do? It's like I'm smart. I know what you want to do. They're like, you're smarter than me. I'm smarter than you. Maybe you should go to job and work for me. Why don't they make the whole plan out of it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Turk. Yeah. Give me an angry rant on Leopold Bellevue. Oh, that would get me started on that fucker. His Worship, Leopold F. Bellevue, former mayor of Moncton from 1988 to 1998. Okay, so first off, you're going to have to give me a, like a geography lesson on where Moncton is. <laughs> I don't know. Right. The Moncton City Council. Uh... It's in North America. 
And now that makes me feel even even worse. Be like, I was thinking it must be overseas somewhere. No, it's in North America. Oh, yeah. He introduced one of the first privately operated municipal water services in North America. Hold on, Moncton, Moncton. Oh no, it's French. It's the largest city in the Canadian province of New Brunswick. Oh, so when you said America, you meant North America. Yeah, I said North America. You said America. And in North America, you said, I, you said America. I, I've got this recorded, dude. <laughs> and play it back. Yeah, fine, I will. Okay, then you do that. North America. There you see. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I would believe that she just made that up, but we all know that you can't edit audio. At least so I've been told. <laughs> that's what they say. So I'm not buying it. I, I guess I'll just have to believe that that's true. Anyway, you want me to pull you up another random article, or you want to take? I, well, I, I don't know anything about this guy, so that's going to make it hard. I mean, I could oh. I could talk some shit about him, but um, <laughs> I don't think it'd really be fair because that would just be just completely making something up. Well, I. Okay, here we go. Pesticide detection kit. What's your take on a pesticide detection kit, Turk? So, does it detect pesticides? Is it that is it a kit that scientific. It's a scientific test kit detects the presence of pesticide residues. Okay. Um. So. Various organizations create them. Among them, the Defense Food Research Laboratory of India. And. Um, and these things, uh, they detect pesticides. Yep. I think that's kind of stupid. I I don't really understand why we would need... Who would need a pesticide detection kit? So give me one one situation, one instance where that is something that is a useful, necessary tool. The only, the only reason, the way I could see if, that you would need a pesticide detection kit, whereas if you had like someone that comes to your house like once a month or every two weeks or whatever to spray like the outside of your house, the inside of your house for bugs, and you're like... I don't think this guy's really doing his job. He's just like spraying water or some shit around, right? And and I want to make sure that he's actually spraying it. So I'm going to get a pesticide detection kit and I'm going to check and be like, oh, is he really spraying that? Because I've seen some, I've seen some silverfish or whatever, you right, know? Right. Is he really doing his job or are they are they just ripping me off? Because I seem to have a lot of bugs for me to be paying this kind of money for that. And so I'm going to get a pesticide detection kit and be like, yep, you know what? You know what? Yeah. That, that sounds pretty useful to me, right. actually. Right. But that's the only instance because you're only going to use it in that if you don't trust the people. Because otherwise, if you're going to do all that shit, just go buy some freaking raid, right? <laughs> or some, some like Oricon home defense or whatever it is and just spray it around and do it at your damn self. If you're going to be going around with a pesticide detection kit, plus you're going to buy it and what are you going to just use that one time? Or are you going to use it every time he comes out there? Be like, yeah, he passed the test that one time, but... Right, and you if know, you're doing it every single time he comes out, then you might as well just be spraying the pesticide yourself. Right. And and so, and where, where else are you going to use that? Oh, uh, we're going to use that at the business. We're going to see if this, uh, this grain manufacturer place that makes bread, you know, if there's, if there's a significant level of pesticide. I would certainly hope so. Because <laughs> you've got grain, you've got bugs, you've got like wheat bugs and mill bugs and all the kind of stuff. You got, uh, uh, grasshoppers and locusts and you know uh all that kind of stuff so yeah i would hope they would use some kind of pesticides and rats and everything to try to make sure those things don't get in the building and so why would any of the pesticides like are you we want to make sure that you're using pesticides or that or that the pesticides levels aren't too high well yeah of course i'm using it what your, your test is going to tell you what common sense is that what it is a common sense detection kit well let me put use it on you beep 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 beep, beep. it says you don't have any get the fuck out of my house i mean <laughs> That's the stupidest thing, a pesticide detection kit. I mean, come on. And you wasted, I bet you they got a grant for that too. Well, I want to, 
I want to, you know, decide, make a tool that's going to detect if there's pesticides being used. Pesticides are being used everywhere. And just like anything else in the world, I go to work, they use it at work. I'm sure that there's going to be some molecules of that's in the air, right? It's going to get on me and I'm going to be basically spreading it everywhere, just like pollen. That's how we get plants and flowers and stuff is because the pollen gets captured. It gets spread all throughout the planet, right? So that's why you have pollen on your car from someplace you've never been because guess what? It gets caught in the air. It gets swept all over somebody. You ever had like a, like a, like a, a, I'm not sure if you ever had this happen to you, like in your personal life. Okay. But you ever come home and you like a, uh, and you you like uh you get like a hair on your clothing. Like what is this like? Mm-hmm. Where this like long blonde hair? I don't know anybody with like a blonde hair. Or even worse, <laughs> like a girlfriend finds like whose hair is this? We're like oh, I geez, don't know. Yeah. Huh? And it's like I don't know. Oh, just a random hair. Yes, that shit happens. <laughs> you know, it happens. Oh, it does. So yeah. So if that can happen. Yeah, of course, some microns of pesticide or whatever are going to get in my house from the different places I go that have pesticide, which is going to be every place you go to. Because no one wants to go into a place that has bugs and be like, oh, yeah, I'll shop here. This is like a good idea. Well, I'm going to buy these clothes. Let me just shake these roaches off of it and then go to the counter and buy it. No. If that's the case, then I'd still be eating at fucking Arby's. <laughs> like, oh, rats. Well, those are just, just nature's free candy. I mean, nature's free candy. I'm just saying, so. They, and you got a grant to be able to detect, you know, the obvious. Right. And they gave you money. Be like, yes, sure. You can go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to spend $25 making this obvious kid that's just going to beep whenever I hit a button. And I'm going to spend the other like 120 grand on like a brand new car and a new house to say, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, dude. That's fair. Okay. In India? In India? The place is like crawling with monkeys everywhere. And, and the, the people that made that are in India. Like, we went to take the pesticide. You should be pesticide. You should have like bombs of pesticide. Just planes. Instead of like a plane that flies over, you should just have like zeppelins. You just hover and just rain pesticide constantly. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Monkeys? Right? The fucking Mutaba virus. Right? That's how you get that from monkeys. You guys have monkeys everywhere. Now, I'm not being racist. I mean, that's kind of one of the things you look at National Geographic. Here's a town in India that's completely run by monkeys. Now, they'll steal your wallet. They don't know what to do with the money, but they'll take it. You know? So, yeah, so a guy in India was like, I want something that's going to test pesticides. Yeah, but hey, I'm telling you right now, right? It's going to go off everywhere. So, it's just a machine that beeps. Right, pretty much. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's like, this is my patented lie detector. It's just a photocopier with the words he's lying written on the scan bed. <laughs> oh. oh, yep. See, it says he's lying. <laughs> Jeez, whiz. I'm having trouble like making my rent. But this guy can get a grant. Let me go. Let me go. Fucking beat machine. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, world. I appreciate yeah, see, that. It's all about that charisma, man. Yeah. Fuck you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Okay, I got a good one for me. Okay. <laughs> was that good? That was great. That was hilarious. Okay. So wait, we do we do we want to do an ad break? Do we? <laughs> We're fifteen minutes in. I'll leave it up to you. And and, and this episode of our Monster Grip Funny brought to you by Orkin. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ortho yeah, Home we'll, Defense. Um, and now time and for decon. Sh- now time for a short break. We'll be back in two and two. What's the deal with pesticide detection kits? So, uh, have you ever seen the movie Naked Lunch? No. 
So Naked Lunch um, is oh crap. Who's the guy that wrote that? Um, but anyway, the movie has Peter uh, Peter Weller in it, and it's a really really trippy like acid trip thing. But the guy he was a uh, uh, he uh, I forget what you call. It. But anyway, he would go around spraying homes for you know for bugs and stuff like that. And then back then in like the forties whatever, there was a powder that he used to spray. Yeah, to spray. yeah. But you could, yeah. You see, but you could also inhale that and get high. So wow. he wasn't, so basically he was using it to get high. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name. It's, it's like right there on the tip of my brain too. Um, <laughs> oh shit. And I could look it up, but I always like to try to remember these things if I can. Um, and the, the, if I remember the book movie is pseudo autobiographical. It's like, I, you don't know like how much of like what, um, of what was written is real and how much is just kind of like just bullshit and how much is just his, you know his like drug induced like this is what i kind of remember right but um that i would be interested in reading yeah so yeah i think we wrapped up with uh with metamorphosis for you yeah i like metamorphosis yeah um okay so hey we're back everybody uh so boy sir that was a good rant on <laughs> on pesticide detection kits yeah so thank uh thank you, thank you. My, my random article is the knee chest position I'm going to show you this uh, medical illustration, Turk, of the knee chest position. I'm supposed to come up with an angry rant about this. So here you go. So for uh, <laughs> so for wow. those who uh, don't have the benefit of being able to visually see this. So uh, I got a hard one. Face, you got a hard one, too. Face down, ass up. Okay. Now, That's the way I like to fuck. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh. So, the knee chest position is a position used in a number of medical situations, including gynecological examination and surgery, lumbar spine surgery, labor and delivery, for which it is recommended in those with a cord prolapse until delivery can occur, and administrating enemas. <laughs> wait, 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 a cord prolapse? What? What? Oh, God, this is already going downhill. Yeah. Oh, hey, related article, enemas. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, I gotta come up with an angry rant on this shit. Okay, don't even get me... Okay. <laughs> Oh, I hate the doggy position so much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so bad. It's just like one of the worst things ever. It's like the only thing that makes doing that ugly woman like possible. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I should say this. It's also the only thing that makes doing an ugly man possible for like a woman to be like, oh my God, I just need some dick. And this guy is so fucking ugly. We'll do it doggy. <laughs> I just need to be face down on the bed here. Okay. So yeah. So that's, that's going to be my rant here is that this article is trying to sell this as some kind of a medical thing? Come on. Whoever came up with that, it's clearly just all about the booty. But I, okay, sorry not to cut you off, but that's a great griff, though. Great griff? Yeah, be like, you know, like, yeah, it's like, you know, we'll turn, I'll make this into a medical thing, <laughs> yeah. right? Be like, oh, this is the, so from a medical aspect, this is a good idea. This position works really well. I'm like, oh, you know, well, if, if it's good for my health, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. So, my rant here, I'm going to call bullshit on this being a medical thing. I think that this was some horn dog who just, like, was just looking for some excuse. It's like, yeah, no, I, I really don't want to do that. He's like, no, no, I'm a gynecologist. Hey, yeah, no, you, you have to do this. So, I mean, come on. Nobody's buying that. You saw the picture. I saw the picture. I saw the picture. Actually, we've not seen the picture again. Okay, here you go. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a really dry, like, lithograph <laughs> illustration, but... But yeah, I mean, come on. You're, you're going to tell me, oh yeah, no. No, you have to be in this position. 
Because it's good for your spine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix your spine. I mean, come on, don't don't give me that. I'm not buying it. And if a doctor told me to get into that position, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, this is gonna fix my spine. That actually looks like it'd be kind of painful for the spine. Wait, no, you say that. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you keep going. Keep yeah, going. no, no. I mean, like. No, I, I'm just picturing, like, this doctor being like, okay, what I'm going to need you to do is have your face down on the table, bring your knees up to your chest, have your rear end stuck up in the air. Like, okay. Okay, focus. Okay, so, uh... Now, what I'm going to do is, uh... Administer, the, administer this, uh, this enema. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, they, they don't call it the medical practice for nothing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> practice. Practice, yeah, like... Like they're just figuring out what they like anyway. It's like, hey, I bet we can convince people to get into this like really kinky position and just write it off as a medically beneficial thing. <laughs> no, no, there are women who use this to have babies all the time. I promise, totally. Yeah, right. Man, why why can't people just you know stick with the tried and true? Just you know, missionary position, bed sheet in between them. Stop stop being gross, people. God. I'm just gonna say it's either gonna have to be the rant or the blizzard, but you, you but you, you can't do both. The blizzard's too good. <laughs> the blizzard's taking like all the fire out of you. Like it's, I was heated up and now with the blizzard I'm just yeah, starting to cool yeah, down. Is, this is like incredible. I haven't had a blizzard in so long. Neither have I due to, due to global warming. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Yeah, not not only that, but uh, Obama legalized this position in uh, in 2014, like across the fucking country. So now there, there's not even any place that uh, that decent people like me who are worried about purity can go. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Just like society has been ruined for me. But you know why, don't you? B- because he's he's a sicko. That's why. Well, it's because so that position, right? Right. Woman's down like that, her ass sticking up in the air, makes her ass look bigger. He's a black guy, he's an ass man, right? So of course he'd be like, help. Yeah, I'm gonna make that. That's a legal position. Uh, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna make that legal. Yeah. Just talking to Michelle about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I'm saying, man. The libtards are ruining the country. That's it. That's the whole problem right there. Hmm? Oh, and they're, and they're gonna write it off as a cord prolapse. I mean, come on. No, no, I'm just not seeing it. Because I mean, you can put people up in stirrups or a harness or something. They don't. They don't have to be in that position. It's it's only for for kinky doctors who have one thing on their mind, and it and it ain't uh, administering medical aid. So uh, nice try. I'm not falling for it. I'll I'll sue the hell out of any doctor who tries it. So there. And I wouldn't I wouldn't surprise I wouldn't be surprised if something like that. It's also you know we have a lot of you know. You put a lot of faith in doctors, but not not every doctor should be trusted. Yeah. And the first thing doctors doing is like, don't look at what I'm doing here, right? Turn around, <laughs> bury your head in the sand, like you know, like the fucking ostrich you are, and just let me go to work back here. No, this is an enema. Sure, no, sure it is. How do I know? I can't see it. My face is covered up in the sheets. Hmm. For I know, I'm gonna stay. Taking your pencil in there and playing right. Sudoku on your <laughs> tablet for like the next five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with those prostate examinations. I mean, it's like, come on. 
Your finger's been up there for an awfully long time, Doc. I mean, mm-hmm. right, I'm not, I'm not buying it. You know, this is the best way to check your prostate is sticking my finger up in your ass. Like, really? <laughs> you gonna check my kidney by sticking your finger down my throat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, sure, totally believable. It's like, no, no, Pete, I'm telling you, I gotta stick my finger up there. It's the only way to make sure you ain't got cancer. Oh well, well I don't want cancer. <laughs> okay. All right, well, been, been over this knee to chest position. <laughs> this will just take a minute. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, oh, hold on. I need another minute. Achoo! Okay, you're, you're good to go there, P. <laughs> oh, God, that was so nasty. That was so nasty. Oh, God. Oh, God. That was so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't even want to know why I made, how I made that connection. Nobody's gonna get this. I was, I, I went back and I was like, "Oh, he sneezed." Going back to the thing about you know, would you rather sneeze or this? And I was like, "No," because why would he need to? I, oh, wait, to snow. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. So there we go. Mine ran a little bit short, but you want another one? Hmm. <laughs> mm. How do I finish this blizzard? Okay. So, um, there's an aside just between you and me. that had been a show. You just saw the trailer for um, Terminator. Yeah. Do you know they put the uh, the T eight hundred in the new Mortal Kombat game? Uh, yeah. Um, after you, if I if I understood it correctly when I watched the video, after um. Like you're, he's been beaten the first time, the second round. Like all of his flesh comes off. He's just the the endoskeleton. Yeah. Scorpion's um, spear his, won't work. His harpoon won't work on the endoskeleton huh. because there's no flesh for it to stick into and come back. Yeah. So when you throw it, it'll hit and do damage, but you can't grab him and pull him back. And I was like, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a I got a good one for for me to do an angry rant on. Mm-hmm. So let me just take a couple more bites of this blizzard, and I'll do, I'll do another one. Mm-hmm. Mine was a little bit, uh, a little bit lesser there until the very end. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, honestly, can DQ be our sponsor for this episode? Who? DQ. Mm. I would say honestly, there's really nothing you can rant about the do- about doggy style. There's, <laughs> right? no, there's nothing bad I can say about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how am I supposed to complain about this? That's not fair. Mm, okay. But hey, enough about the knee to chest position. That's going to be only and ever what I refer to it as now. Yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, oh man, you know, you know what we should do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We should. Should go to the doctor and get some prostate exams. We should um, get a bunch of like the um, the Kama Sutra. <laughs> and like take a lot of the positions, like rem- like you know, some a lot of them are, are like for partners or whatever. Right. They take the partner out, <laughs> and then and then call those yoga positions. And you and I could be yoga gurus <laughs> and just tell people, you're now getting the knee and chest position. That's it. So, yeah, okay. Now we're gonna do the dancing man. You know? <laughs> okay. So you know we were talking uh, about like how the best way to make money and when you're in certain career positions is mm-hmm. to just be a consultant. Like uh, certain parties we were discussing last night. Right. I, I realized my dream job hmm. 
is to be a consultant. So, in modern 3D gaming, they have what's known as jiggle physics. Mm, yep. I want to be a jiggle physics consultant. Mm, that's, a good, that's a good thing. I have an encyclopedic repertoire of reference in my mind. No, no you don't. That's pretty good. No you don't. No it's, you don't. It's it's gigabytes, man. No you don't. It, it's gigabytes. No you don't. Yeah. No you don't. Okay. <laughs> because that means that you don't have to do any further research. Oh, I'm not going to keep doing research. I'm saying, but you're, you're like, I have not lied. I was like, yeah, yeah, but like any good, like, you know, like professional... I always have to stay on top of, like, you know, the the latest... Well, right, there's, there's new stuff every day. Right, well, I'm just saying, but I'm saying you don't want to just write stuff as, like, like, I'm a master of this. I don't, I know everything. <laughs> but, like, you know, I know a great deal. There's always still a lot to learn. But I'm saying, don't, don't, don't cut like, yourself off. Well, like, Mozart was a master, but he never stopped practicing, you know? But, yeah, I want to I want to be a consultant for that. So, uh, any video game companies out there need a, need a seasoned professional consultant here? Hit me up. Hmm. Can I add to that? Have what? Can I add to that? Sure. There's something that really bugs me. It bugs me a lot. Okay. And some people are going to like, really? That's... I'm like, but it bugs me a lot. Which is when you have a movie where the person can... Has x-ray vision. Right. And whenever it's a guy, the first thing he always <laughs> does is like, is like look at the women and look through their clothing. Mm-hmm. And whenever he looks at, at a woman, he looks at her at her, at her, at her chest. Mm-hmm. Her boobs are always, are always free. Yep. <laughs> no, he's looking through her bra. Yeah. So they should yeah. still look all pushed together and mashed up. Yeah. Not just like not not just her naked. She's not naked. He's just sitting <laughs> through her clothes. <laughs> you know, so just that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna do that, do it properly. Mash those puppies together. You know. <laughs> Don't just be like, oh yes, you looking at me as if I had no clothes on at all. And it's not the case. You're just looking through my clothes. That just that bugs me. Yeah. That bugs yeah. me so much. If you're gonna do something like that, you gotta commit. Right. Just do it right. Don't be like, oh, well, we're, we're, we're going to save a lot of special effects by just having her get naked. No, no. <laughs> you can still have her get naked, but then just CGI that shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or just use some invisible tape and just tape them up there. It's not going to show on camera. <laughs> or just, or, or if nothing else, get a guy in like a green suit that just stands behind <laughs> her and holds him up. Like like Janet Jackson on Rolling Stone, you know. Well, now i found a new dream job thanks to her. Hey, man. <laughs> I want to be the green screen guy. <laughs> I should be the president because I just created jobs like that. It's like, bam, 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 new job. Thanks, Turk. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll, I'll take the next rant here. Tetsuya Takahashi. Don't get me started on this guy. All right? Mm-hmm. He is the, currently the head of the game development company Monolith Soft Incorporated. But at the in the past, this guy's worked... For Square, which is now Square Enix, meaning that he has participated in things like Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, stuff like that. Alright, if this guy is so great and so good, then why are these characters still being caught up in legal battles of what Nintendo has and does not have access to in Super Smash Bros.? Okay, I'm gonna... I'm really impassioned about this, because... You have characters like Geno from Super Mario RPG. You have characters like Chrono from Chrono Trigger. These characters need to be in the Smash Brothers franchise. And Nintendo's expressed interest and has expressed willingness to work with them. And then these companies just kind of hold off on it. So, really not okay with this guy. Now, he's obviously not directly worried about that. Because he's kind of taken over with like Xenoblade Chronicles and stuff like that. 
But yeah, I, I have a problem with that, okay? If, if he cares about his fans, then why isn't he doing that kind of thing instead of still pushing characters like Shulk getting into Smash Brothers? There's, Shulk? Yeah, Shulk is from Xenoblade Chronicles. Okay. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a mid-tier character in tournament play. So, so you're like, you know, why are you pushing this guy that no one really wants? Why don't you push the characters that people really want yeah, right. instead of the one that you like? It's like people have been clamoring for Geno and Mallow to be in the Smash Brothers franchise since Super Smash Brothers Melee. And that Nintendo was willing to have them in starting at Brawl, which was the third game in the series. And we're now up to the fifth game in the series. And still no sign of the characters. So it's like, come on. You know, stop stop tooting your own horn about being on Final Fantasy VI. Stop acting like you're a big deal for being the graphics director on Chrono Trigger. Get the fans what they want. You know, it's it's like... Uh, it's it's like when people are like, oh, you know, yeah, your your new drama movies are okay, but we really liked it when you were just funny. We just want to see you go back to comedy. It's like, no, no, I'm more worried about being a serious artist. Like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, Jim Carrey. What else do we have here besides uh, Xenoblade? Um, oh, he was on Secrets of Mana. Um... Yeah, I mean, okay, it, it's it's all Xenoblade, that's the thing, his whole gameography, besides working with Square Enix and with Final Fantasy and all that, is Xenoblade. So, I mean, come on, guy, the Shulk and Xenoblade is never gonna be as big as, as Chrono Trigger or as Super Mario RPG, so just get real, get over it. Hmm. You ready for one? You sound like you came in kind of prepared for that one already. You're like, I have a hard time believing that was like improv. You're like, oh, yeah, I know these characters. I'm like, mm. Well, I just, once I saw that he was associated with Square Enix, that's something I have been passionate about for a while. And uh, people can tell you I, I bitch a lot about Gino not being in Smash Brothers. Hmm. Uh, you don't play Smash Brothers, so I don't really know. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's time for another ad. Uh, is it? We are at the 34 minute mark. Hmm. I could probably go a little bit longer. Yeah, a little bit. Um, do you want Mike Stone, former karate champion? Mike Stone, former karate champion? And motivational speaker. You want him for your rant? Hmm. Let me think. No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'll take him. I mean, I know I say not really like no, I don't really want him, but I'll take Mike Stone. Uh, I can I can find you another one. I mean, the problem is without actually knowing the person, you're just gonna wind up like making stuff up, like you said. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure about the pesticide detector. I mean, <laughs> I, I I mean, I really don't know what that's for. I'm sure I'm assuming it has some kind of purpose. I don't know. I, I'd say it's for like detecting pesticides on fruit and stuff. Yeah. Because they just, like, tend to spray pesticides in bulk over fruits, and that's a big reason why people are on the organic food kick. Yeah, so I was thinking it was something to, the, the levels, are, are the levels above the FDA, like, you know, like, allowed limits? Right. But I wash on my fruit anyway. Right, yeah, as well you should. Um, so you could do Mike Stoner, you could do Oscar Quinones, who is a Peruvian chess master. 
Is he still alive? Uh, that's a good question. Looks like it. He was born in 1941. Yeah, he's still alive. <clears throat> Hasn't done much since the 70s. Um, sure. I'll take, a, I'll take Oscar Quinones. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll take Oscar Quinones. Cool. All right. <clears throat> so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off with Oscar Quinones. But this is really going to be more of a criticism of chess as a whole. So everybody from from a uh, uh, deep blue to uh, Bobby Fischer to Oscar and uh, who is the Russian guy's name who is always going up against Bobby Fischer? Um, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Uh, forget uh, Ivan Jump Off. I, I don't know what his <laughs> name is. But anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, but. Rugen Brashnikov. Uh, but the the whole thing is like when these are great chess players, they're chess players, and you know it's the whole the the mastery of chess, and you know he used to uh, Bobby Fischer used to play like you know five games of chess at one time, and he was so great at it, and he could beat opponents in this, and he knew like the you know the this defense and that defense and blah 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 and you have people like that and, and Oscar Quinones here and they're making them out to be something great something fantastic and it's like they're 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 incredible they're so and they're so smart guess what you think when someone says they play chess they're like wow this person's really smart he's like <laughs> yeah. I'm a chess master wow this person's really smart because in chess you gotta think five moves ahead of the other person which I'm gonna just tell you right now that's complete and other bullshit <laughs> Right, you don't think five moves ahead. You don't think ten moves ahead because in chess it's not like you're like you only have like two or three moves to take. Right. You know, you have depending on what you're gonna do, you're you have a you know it's almost infinite number of options before you. And right. Right. The thing is, when these people play, they play and they do it based upon um, certain techniques. Yeah. You know. There's it's like, like pre-planned openers and stuff. Right. And it's like, you know, oh, I, I see you using the Capoeira defense. Well, I thought it fitting considering the rocky terrain, <laughs> right? I mean, that's just really what you're doing is, uh, but I feel that Temple cancels without Capoeira. I mean, it's just, that's what you're doing is that you are using that and you're like, okay, well, he did this. So that means that he's going to probably follow this pattern right here. Or some people, they switch from this one to this one, depending on what move I make. So you're not really thinking five moves ahead. What you're doing is you're just looking at a pattern. It's just like great video game players. Oh, I know the pattern for this. Mm -hmm. And if I fuck it up, I move back to the pattern. You know, you're not going to deviate from that. You don't find chess players that are impulsive. You know, they don't just go off the thing like, okay, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? Which is what you would really do because this person's still going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to follow this pair right here. So you're not really a great chess player. All you are is just someone with a really good memory of all the different patterns. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't make you smart. It doesn't make you exceptional. You're playing five games at once, but all you're really doing is just sitting there going, I'm going to run. You're not really good. So I'm going to run this particular pattern on you. Right. Right. And, and even if you stop one of my moves, the, the whole thing is with that pattern, if you take this guy out, I'm going to go this way, but it's still going to lead me right back to this position. Right, right. right. It's basically like, it's like a, like a chess, uh, GPS. Right. You know, here's your destination, right? Are you going to pick this path? But oh, guess what? There's a detour. Well, now, but I'm still going to get you right back to where you want to yeah, go yeah. without you having to do very much at all. And the thing is, you don't have to think about it. Right. So you're playing five games at once, right? But you really, all you think you're doing is just running five different patterns and five different plays at once. Right. Yeah. That's not smart. There's no smart to that. All it is is memorization. 
Mm-hmm. All these people, and I'm, I'm, I don't mean to pick on Oscar specifically, right? But he fell in line with all these other all these other people, and and let's talk about what who they are. So I'm getting get endorsement, right? Oh, I'm a great touch player. I'm gonna play this guy. Oh, and I lost, but you know what? He just because he beat me doesn't mean that I'm beat. I'm still a great guy. No, you're not. You're not. Because if you are really thinking that far ahead, you can think five moves ahead, you know, this, then that means you've got that kind of analytical, strategic mind that you can apply to any situation. Yep. Any situation. So what are you doing now? What are you doing with your life? Right, yeah. If you if you're such a great chess player, right, where are you at now? What have you done? What are you fucking working at Kmart? Right? <laughs> yeah. Did you not see that coming five moves ahead? You couldn't, you couldn't counter that? Capoeira didn't help you with that? Tybalt? No, it's bullshit. None of these guys are, are smart. They're not super smart. And and Oscar's going to take the brunt for this and because because of that. And let's take a look at Deep Blue, the computer. The computer that was designed to take down the smartest chess player in the world. If it was really that smart, it would be fucking Skynet right now. Right, It would yeah. be. But no, it's not because all it's doing is the exact same thing. We gave it these these particular plays, these moves, these patterns. And now it's doing it as it's using that. And it's supposedly using a little bit of... Uh, of like intuition some you know computer intuition to say oh well i can switch these things up and move back and forth but these people can too but thing is they haven't bothered to do that because it's so much easier to do this i learn this i memorize this this is what i do it's the same thing with you when you're driving home from work and you got the thing you're thinking about something your work was really uh, it was, was really hard that day and it's on your mind and next thing you know you're home and you don't really remember the past three stoplights right yeah you don't remember any of the cars in front of you you, you maintain the speed limit you got home because your brain is on autopilot your muscles are on autopilot yep and that's all these guys are they're on autopilot they're not doing anything special because if they really could do that, hell, you'd be calling them in. Bobby Fish would be in a war room right now. Hey, <laughs> help us plan for this attack. We got to fight ISIS. Help us with it. Right. Plan five moves ahead for them. Yep. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't because you're not smart. Right. It's the same thing with you know all these people that, with their Rubik's cubes, right? Oh, I can solve a Rubik's cube in thirty seconds. You're not solving it. You're running a pattern. Yeah, you're running yeah. an algorithm that says turn this one, turn this one, turn that one. That's all you're doing. You're not solving shit. Yeah, you're I've, not I've special. Seen the, I've seen the math formulas for the Rubik's cubes. There. Right. If if I can give it to to a and I've, I've actually seen people um, make uh, make machines with Legos and they put the they just put the pattern into like the like the Lego Mindscape. Yep. And it turns the cube. So if it can do that again. It's not smart. Right. It's just right. running a program. It's it's just doing a one zero one zero one 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 zero one. You know I mean, it that that's it because that's what you told it to do. And so I don't put any stock in any of these people. The only the only thing the only thing great that ever came out of chess in any fashion at all was one night in Bangkok. <laughs> Everything else is just a bunch of fucking bullshit. One night in Bangkok and the world's your oyster. And, you know, as homophobic as that song is, right? Yes, that that is that that I and again, I I don't mean to just to rag on Oscar, but he's another one of those people. If you are famous for that and you fall in line with all these other people, you are nothing but a grifter. Right? Yeah. You're not gonna find somebody that's gonna be really good at like backgammon, right? <laughs> like you don't find people that are like you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm the master at roulette. <laughs> no, no, because you know you got to think in your feet. Even with poker, you've got to think in your feet. You can count cards all day long, but that doesn't mean you're going to be the best at it. Right, and then you yeah. know, and and that's another one of those games where 
in poker, if you count cards, you get kicked out of the casino. Mm-hmm. It's frowned upon. It's not illegal, but it's frowned upon. So you're telling me that I can't use all of my skills possible to play a game to win? Right, yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Because that's what you do in every other game. That's what you're doing in chess, right? If you told me, no, 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 you can't memorize any of those patterns, you've got to just play against whatever this person does, uh-huh. and you got to you got to think five steps ahead based on what they're going to do without using any patterns. Yep. Don't run any plays. No. They couldn't do it. So it's okay to do it here, but not do it there, but it's right, all a game? Right. No, because it, cause you're not really using any skills. You're not doing anything special. And it's, it's bullshit. Oscar's bullshit. Deep Blue is bullshit. The fucking Russian guy is bullshit. Um, Bobby Fischer is bullshit. You guys aren't smart. You're not special. Anybody <laughs> can do what you can do if you if you train your mind enough or if you've got uh, uh, what photographic memory. Yep, yep. That's all it is. You know, it's the same thing with like uh, when Speedo designed those uh, swim trunks that. Um, or they weren't trunks, it was like the, the Speedo. The banana hammock? Um, I don't remember specifically which one it was, but it was during the Olympics, and the competitors who used that were so much faster than all the others because of how hydrodynamic they designed it to be. Right, there was no drag. And like it got to where it became against the rules for other athletes to use that because it's like, well, other teams have sponsorship deals with other companies besides Speedo. So we're not going to let them use what's clearly maximizing their performance because these guys are being little crybaby suck tits about it. Right. And it's like, well, that's that's bullshit. They just have better equipment. The, those other guys should focus on getting better equipment instead of, well, I'm not allowed to do that because I have a brand deal with this other company. It's like, okay, I'll get a better company. Well, I mean, get a company that actually makes something hydrodynamic. Well, I, I understand that that is considered unfair, right? Because that you're not, it's not going off of the, your skill and how well you've trained your body. It's because, and we're talking about something that's measured in like seconds or tenths of seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand that. But you're right. The, if that's the case, we're going to say, okay, why don't we do this then? Swim naked. Yeah. Swim naked. <laughs> that, that way it's completely fair. Yeah. And I, I, I take, and like I said, I compare chess to like poker, where you like you're not allowed to do this, you're allowed to do this. But I'm gonna make something. I'm gonna make a statement that I know some people may disagree with, right? But I'm gonna stand my ground. Um, and actually, I don't think anybody's gonna disagree with it because the person I'm talking about, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, that person's a piece of shit." So we may not agree with you entirely, but yeah, that person's a piece of sh- piece of shit. Olympic, and I'm using my air quotes here. Olympic, like you know, winner or runner, Oscar Pistorius, right? <laughs> Right, the the guy who was the amputee, they had the uh, yeah, those little yeah. those little curve things. Yep, and he was like, "Well, I should be allowed to compete in the Olympics and blah blah." Okay, so first off, no, you shouldn't. You can compete in like the Special Olympics or or the um, amputee. I mean, I don't, I don't know. If they, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying <laughs> the if they have if if they have one for you know for people that you know at, were uh, amputees that have you know uh, artificial limbs or whatever, but. You can't compete in the other ones. And this is why. It's not because, you know, oh, we don't want you in here, you know, cripple boy or whatever. It's because those legs, those curved legs, if he if he was wearing like wearing like, you know, like some old fashioned mannequin robot legs, mm-hmm. yeah, I got no problem with it. But those curved legs with the springs in them, those rebound automatically. Yeah. As yeah. a runner, if I'm running, I have to push off with my foot and with my ankle and with my calf muscles, I'm working my entire leg to put it down and push up as fast as I can. Those things are rebounding for you. Yeah. So you're not using any muscles for the lower half. And I realize you don't have those, but we're talking about a competition here. 
Right, right. So, so the only thing you really work in are your thighs. Every, all the other stuff is being done for you, so you don't have to exert nearly as much energy as everybody else. Right. And when you do, you have an extra advantage because you can put more more like energy and more power into your thighs because that's the only thing you're working. And the more you put in that, the other thing is working automatically for you. Yeah, the more yeah. pressure you put, the more it's going to rebound you further. That's not fair to everyone else who right. are exerting power to all their entire leg. Yeah, That's not fair. And it's not because you're an amputee, it's because you're using something much in the way of those Speedos. Right. Right. Which is making it unfair for everyone else because they have to use more than what you're using. Right, right. And I'm taking that and I'm putting it back to chess, where if I have a guy that doesn't know chess, he knows the basic moves, but doesn't know any of these plays, right? And the only thing you're running plays, yeah, that's kind of a disadvantage there. Right. Now, and I'm not saying that that's like, well, that's not fair. He can learn those plays. That's true. He can learn those plays. No one's going to get their legs cut off just so they can have these special legs, right? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, Lieutenant Dan. But but it's the same thing as like you're using something, but that doesn't make you great because you're using it. Right. You know, you're using something that is that is doing work for you, but it doesn't mean that you, it doesn't make your skills great. Right, right. It really just makes you average. Now, Pistorius, outside of being a piece of shit, right, he, you know, he could have been a, you know, if he had had his legs, he could have been an incredible runner. Right. And I'm not denying that at all, but in the condition that he was in, he did have an unfair advantage because of that. Same way with these people that are that are doing this, you're not really using any kind of real skills. All you're doing is running a pattern. Right. And that doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you great. And you certainly don't deserve any kind of title or championship because of it as the world's greatest person. Because what comes with that is is a chess game. This chess thing is the game of like, you know, the smart man, the learned man, <laughs> which you normally equate with rich people. Right. Because they use things like not learned, you know. I mean, you use that as like, it's like, it's the thinking man's game. Right. Yeah. Which basically means it's the rich person's game. Because you don't really think of people as like, you know, like the poor guy lives in the corner. He's a thinking man, right? You're like, no. <laughs> no. You, I'm not saying he's not, but you don't associate it with that. You right, associate right. chess with all these things that basically says rich, powerful, smart, right, capable, yeah. right? You know, Cultured. like you're, you're right. You're, you're one percenters. Right. And if you'd have the title of, you know, I'm a chess master, then that's just, oh, this person is super smart. He's Mensa. You know, he's the one that set the bar, you right. know, like for everything else. And, and, and then you have people like, uh, 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 what's the guy's name? Um, uh, shit. Uh, the uh, astrophysicist. You know what I'm talking about? Stephen Hawking? Yeah, Stephen Hawking. Right when you have him, did Stephen Hawking play chess? Eh, probably not. Was he good? Could he beat Bobby Fischer? You know, probably not. Really, the guy that created like you know the like black holes and string, uh, string theory. I don't know if he's created string theory, but I'm saying, but the guy that 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 thought of all that, tell me, he couldn't beat Bobby Fischer in chess? Right. Yeah. Really? Well, why? Because he never studied chess. Right. Because he never bothered to learn the patterns. Because that wasn't important to him. But minding his mind alone, there's no reason why he couldn't have. But you're telling me, Hillary, you're smarter than he is? Right. Because you've got that title, which automatically says you're smarter than these people here. Because you are the great chess master. Because you read a book and you memorized it. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> the only person I don't say that to is the guy that wrote, you know, One Night in Bangkok. Yep. Murray Head. Murray Head, you are a genius. You are a learned man in the music. 
I'm getting off my soapbox. The creme de la creme in a chess world with a show with everything, but you will Brenner. How wonder how many people actually get that line? Probably not many. Yeah. I, I mean, most people don't even know that it's about chess. Hmm. But I mean, just the whole. I mean, I, I doubt the people nowadays if you hear the song, you're like, "Who the fuck is Joel Brenner?" <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we're. Uh, I think no, no that that puts us even. Yeah, yeah, we both did too. Okay, cool, because yeah, we were right at the hour mark. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, yeah, so that was us playing. Don't get me started. We uh, for for anybody who's said that we just look for stuff to bitch about. Now you've got some evidence for that. We really do just look for stuff to bitch about. You know, I I have to I have to say this. I, I, I just kind of ran that whole, like, chest rant and stuff because, you know, I had to find something. But I actually believe that now. <laughs> I've actually convinced myself that, you know, fuck those guys. They're not smart. They're not smart at all. And I'm thinking five million. If anything, they should be working for the DMV to help, like, control traffic problems so we don't have traffic jams. Like, ew, they think five cars ahead, buddy. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I actually, I actually now feel that way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, those people aren't smart at all. I, well, I mean, that's I mean, I really feel that way about uh, about Gino and Square Enix and all that. So, Square definitely needs to put different characters in Smash Brothers. Wow. So, uh, so th- yeah. th- this 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 is how internet shit gets started. <laughs> Someone says something as a joke, and you're like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I didn't actually do any research, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> And I screamed about it loud enough, so I'm obviously quite passionate about it. Even now, though, I, even though I really was just saying it as a joke, but you know, it's now like, you just need to like slam your fists on the podium. I don't want these chess players thinking they're the smartest people in the world. Oh, I'm sick of this crap. <laughs> I still maintain I would totally have Alex Jones on the show. I. That that would be the day that I actually really do go into a podcast about the about the neighbor's dog. <laughs> I don't want them teaching chess to lower income families and making them people smart. <laughs> you can just look in their eyes and see that they're evil. Uh, Why can't you just see that they're evil? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. All right. Anyway, yeah. So, thanks everybody for listening. Hope uh, hope you had fun with this because we did. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I guess me. I just pissed off the entire chess community. <laughs> it's okay. They're but, too busy learning their plays. To yeah. I was gonna say on the plus side, though, I doubt that they actually waste their time like listening to podcasts and watching YouTube. Yeah. But so. hey, we have a life. So <laughs> that's right. I don't need a waifu. I have sex. <laughs> Not 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 recently. Not recently, but, but you know, I mean, I have. <laughs> I have. I mean, it happens on yeah. occasion. <laughs> she put a bag on my head. Still counts. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I cried afterwards. Uh. <laughs> have you heard the NSP song "Why I Cry"? <laughs> no. It's like after sex, I cry, cry. You know, I. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you how many times I've actually cried after sex. It. I. I it's. It, I feel like I should be embarrassed to say it. I really do. But you know, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I've cried after sex. Right now, you know, 
it's because it's those moments when I've been with someone and I'm like, you know what, risk risk on you know be cool, rent me out. If they if they offer, I'm just be like, yeah, no, I'm gonna come up with some reason why why I can't because I don't really want to not not tonight, not you know not with them, and then thirty minutes later, I'm like, fuck, I did it. <laughs> Shit, I didn't want to. God, God, jeez. And it's like, oh, damn it. It's like, damn, damn, damn. And I'm like, oh. You didn't made her know. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like, it doesn't hit me like, you know, like post-coitus when I'm laying there in bed and I'm like, oh, and you're like, oh, shit. It's like, it's like, I'm right there and like, and as soon as like, the O hits, it's like, what the fuck did you just do? Like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, it, it, as, soon as, as soon as, like, like, like the blood's like, all right, guys, you know, yeah, I know the job's not done, but we can all go home. I mean, we're pretty much, we're good as finished here. And the blood goes back. He's like, honey, I'm home. It's like, what did you do? What did you do? We're like, what? He's like, oh, God. He's <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, and I can't, I can't even enjoy like the moment, you know, because, because all of a sudden I'm like, I'm like, shit. And you're like, you're, you're, you're trying to send the brakes in the train. I'm like, sorry. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> the door's open. You know, the cats run out. It's like it's done. I'm like, oh god. And I'm like, oh jeez. It's yeah, and it's bad. And the thing is, it, when it when it happened one happens once, you're like, oh okay, you know, I, I'm not gonna let it happen again, right? right. I, I'm I'm not gonna let it happen again. Next time I have a resolve, and you're thinking in that moment, you're like. You know what? This isn't gonna happen. Since last time, I just remember how you felt last time. And I remember how I felt last time. I felt like shit. And I fucking cried. <laughs> you know, and I had to, I had to try to I tried to had to try to hide my my tears or whatever. It's like, oh god, it's so hot in here. I'm just sweating with my eyes and my nose, not all over the place. Yeah, I didn't say mommy. Um, I said I said mom. Me felt good about that. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's like you remember that, right? You don't want to go through that again. And then, next thing you know, it's like, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, so it's so horrible. Woo. I'm, I'm glad you've never experienced that, and I, I hope you never do. <laughs> that is something that will shake the masculinity right out of you. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, you, you you can feel like you're in control of a lot of things. Like you know. Remember that time I ran into I ran into that burning building to save those kids, but it turns out that you know when she said, "Oh, I've got to save you know I got to save my Lola, I got to save my Lola." You ran in, you turn out that Lola was like the dog, right? right. And you're like you're like, oh yeah, but I did it, you know. And, and afterwards, you know, yeah, you know, it turned out it was a dog, but I still I didn't hesitate. I ran in there. Right. I got choked up by the smoke and everything, and it's like flames lick. It just cinched all the hair on my arms and stuff like that. But I did it. You know, I'm a man. And you're like, remember that time you cried after sex? You're like, I'm not a man. I'm not yet a woman. I don't know what I am. What's twice, three times a waiting? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you've never you've never had like the greatest thing in your life just be brought down like the freaking Hindenburg because, <laughs> because you cried after sex. Oh, the humanity. Oh, God. No. I'm sorry. I can't stop crying. I... Yeah. Yeah, well, uh Thanks everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for for giving us a listen. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, don't don't get us started on crying. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't. Don't. Yeah. God. Thanks for thanks for thanks for bringing us down. I brought I brought us down. <laughs> You're the. This was your idea. <laughs> well, mu- much like many of your other jokes. I haven't made you say any of this. <laughs> oh, you, you you didn't. You didn't. No, all I do is lay out the groundwork, and you're like, oh, what's that? A little worm on that hook? I don't mind if I do. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask to our listeners, please drop me a line. If you listen to this podcast and you hear more than one voice, <laughs> because I, I just want to know at this point, is... A Comey real, or is it a voice in my head that's making me say this stuff? And I just, I just need to know that he's a real person and not just like something in my head, like go ahead and say these horrible things, you know. <laughs> so if you can, if you actually hear two distinct voices in this podcast, just say I hear. Just say you just like like Picard, you know. I see four lights. Just say I hear another voice, and I'll be like, thank you. Yeah, totally. Thank you. Say that you hear two voices. Bye, everybody. I fell down some stairs. <laughs> you fell down some stairs. <laughs> we got that backwards. <laughs> well, no, I was actually speaking. Oh, uh, well. Did you? Know, <laughs> you weren't supposed to say anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, look at you. Running around up here and running around like some kind of crazy person. <laughs> You're a voice in my head. You're a voice in mine. <laughs> the gun's not in your hand. The gun's in my hand. Where are you going with this, Ikea boy? <laughs> Big deal, doesn't change a thing. Hey everyone, it's me, Akomi. Uh, yeah, so, thanks for sticking with us for season one of Our Moms Think We're Funny. Ooh, you suck! Right, okay. Yeah, a, a, a big thank you to all of our listeners. You mean the world to us, and we just wanted to let you know that we'd be taking a hiatus. But, hey, hey, we're taking a hiatus, but only for the holidays. We'll be back with season two. Whoa! Jesus! Uh, we'll, uh... We'll be back with season two, January first, twenty twenty. In the meantime, you can check out all of our previous episodes on Anchor FM, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And just remember, Turk and I love you guys, and we can't wait to see you in twenty twenty. Turk said to be sure and tell you, Zangyo, and I just wanted to say that we'll catch you guys. Later.